0: Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Tormented Pleasures. I am Emily, and I'm sitting here with my lovely co-host Lucy, who is stopping me from fidgeting, thankfully. I'm holding the chair. Yes. You <laughs> <do>. <laughs> um, so, it is Halloween today, and Yay! this is why we are here. We decided to take a specific case and run with that. You will hear all about it
1: in this very special episode. Cool. So, what are we drinking today? We are drinking Fat Bastard. Ah! Which I feel is very appropriate. I don't know why, but it's... In my opinion, it's a really cute bottle again, and I know I've got this thing, but it's a really Lesson. cute bottle. It's, like, all shiny, and it looks like a little hippo, and he's, like, super chunky, and, like, looks kind of sad. and makes yes. me just feel sad. So, it is a really lovely sweet rosé. I'm personally really enjoying it, I will be honest, but I am also always leaning more to the rosés. I mean, I also like rosé, I'm going to be honest. Red wine is my jam,
0: let's be honest, but rosé is just... It's a fun wine. It is a fun wine. It's just a fun wine.
1: And we're doing this in the afternoon, so... Yeah. It suits it. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Um, So, Lucy, please tell us, what are we talking about today? (sighs) So, recently in South Africa, there was a documentary released, okay? Yeah. Called Devil's Dorp. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And this is basically a docuseries that targeted one of the biggest serial killer stories in South Africa. Yeah. It also happened quite recently. It was 2012 when all of this started. That's very recent. Yeah, it is. And it was also, it was 11 murders over a period of four years. Plus, because it's Halloween, there's some culty shit. Of course there's some culty shit. There always has to be culty shit. It's some impressive culty shit. (laughs) You guys are going to go on quite a dive, let's put it this way. <laughs> yeah,
0: this one is quite the ride. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we start off with Cecilia Stein. <clears throat> this person was born in 1980 in Harris- Harrisburg. Uh, she had dropped out of the school at the age of 15 and was also suspended for drinking once, of course, you know, as all these things go. Uh, she only worked once in her life at a daycare centre. Oh, that's creepy. Which is kind of creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. It's, it's, it's like, daycare centers at, as a thing isn't creepy, but once you guys hear what this bitch, bitch did, yeah, you'll like, understand why it's creepy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, according to her, her father was tough and abusive, beat his kids. Mm, okay. The usual. Um, and she was married to Andri Stein. Uh, they were married for 15 years before her arrest, and he remains supportive of her, you know? Oh. Let's her see her kids and is convinced that she has been framed. Oh, oh,
1: oh, okay, oh.
0: Yeah. Ooh. According to this man, she is a wonderful friend and a great mother.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, well, let's see if that perception changes a little bit later. So, next we have Marcel Stain. They are not related, we did check. Yeah. <laughs> so, at around the age of ten, Marcel Stain was introduced to Cecilia, and she started visiting her at the stage to help her around the house. Which I'll be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Yeah. They don't really go into detail. It's just stated that she helped her around the house. Yeah. She did apparently idolise Cecilia, and moved in with her at the age of thirteen. This is weird. And bear, but also bear in mind, Marcel's mom was. Very much alive and also very much active in the story that we're going to tell. I'm not sure why she would have needed to move in with Cecilia, but
0: hey, I yeah, guess this is, this I don't is know. what happens. I
1: don't know. So Marcel was described as a little bit of a loner. Uh, she was quite isolated, um, specifically from kids her age. Apparently she only ever had one boyfriend, which I'm not really sure why that was relevant, but that was the thing that they okay. decided to bring up. Okay. And uh, this is a bit of a wild tidbit that I honestly... I was very shocked when I read, but Marcel yeah. was told by Cecilia that if she had her period, which is a normal thing for, you know, women woman to have, yeah. um, <laughs> she would encourage blood demons to come to the house. <laughs> <laughs> what? So in order to stop these blood demons from entering the house and doing who knows what, she went on an injection, the birth control injection, to uh, hopefully yes. stop that.
0: But listen, you can still get your period on birth control like that.
1: so Um, Maybe it's just if you deal with them like only maybe three times a year, it's less bad than dealing with them once a month. Uh, Also blood demons? Yeah. What? Yeah. So the the group also used CAT, which is quite an addictive psychoactive substance. It's basically bad meth, in all honesty. It's quite an issue, specifically here in South Africa. And then eventually they switched to good meth. You know, normal myth. So, a okay. <laughs> lot of meth going around here. And then yeah. also it was stated that they did quite a bit of LSD and cocaine. So there's just, there's a whole lot of drugs right now that's happening within this group. And, I mean, Marcel's 13. Yeah, it kind of explains a lot. Cat yeah. specifically yeah. kind of explains a lot. Um,
0: cool. cool, cool, cool. So, the third person in this story is Zach Valentine. What a name. <laughs> Deeply religious man my favorite, mm-hmm. went out of his way to help others. Really, really kind. His friends loved him. Whatever. And then he died.
1: Sorry, <laughs> that's not funny.
0: <laughs> or did he? <laughs> because... Okay. <laughs> so he was burned to death in a car accident when he was 31 years old. Okay. And he specifically stated before his death that he didn't want a funeral, which I find strange.
1: I find, yeah, I find this suspicious. Like, do you... Because of how... I mean, we know how the story goes. We know where it gets to. Yes. So... I feel like it was definitely a situation where it was, like, a premeditated, I don't want a funeral because of what happened later. Almost definitely.
0: (laughs) Seven months later, though, (laughs) this guy appeared in court for charges of fraud.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, but you also said, like, his friends were, like, really, okay, this sounds really bad, but his friends really loved him, he was a really good guy, that kind of thing. So... Obviously a situation like that, that's a lot of trauma for someone to go through. Yep. You know, losing a friend in a, a horrendous car crash, you know, where he was physically burned to death. But then he pops up and you're then like he pops excuse. Up, me? Then it's like,
0: wh- Hello?
1: Hi. Uh how's what? it going? Okay. So he was
0: apparently lying low in a Christian shelter in Machalisburg this whole damn time. Who was in the car?
1: Who wasn't? Oh my word. Okay.
0: Yeah. Stay tuned, because we will find out <laughs> who was in the car. Uh, his wife, Michaela, <clears throat> was also murdered in 2012.
1: Oh, that's when... Oh.
0: Yes. Zach apparently came home to find her body, and no one was charged at the time.
1: Of course. It's so always a situation. So this is the
0: background of the people.
1: Yeah, these are like your, your three basically main members that were yeah. very prominent. Yeah when this whole thing was happening but what actually happened how did this whole thing start how how did we get here and how did we suddenly have a cult so in 2012 um cecilia infiltrated a religious group called overcomes through christ which is otc for short i'm going to be using that a bit later yes under the pretense that she needed to be delivered from satan
0: okay so that's
1: how she entered the group and Ooh. Valentine, his wife, and Miranda, who was Marcel's mom, as mm-hmm. the mom, also joined this club. Isn't Miranda a type of um, soft drink? It yeah. is. It's that orange one. Yeah. So unfortunately, the relationship between Cecilia and Ria Grunewald, so she was the leader of the OTC. Yeah. It dissolved, so to speak. Hmm. Not entirely sure what happened, but something happened, and it that was their relationship done. Cool. So Cecilia. As we usually see in a situation like this, Mm -hmm. had a bit of a fit and started her own thing. (laughs) Okay. And they named it Electus Perdius. Okay. Will you please tell us what that means? Chosen by God. Ah, Jesus. So, (laughs) she was soon joined after by the Valentines and Mirinda, so they decided to take up with her and basically go forward with this. Yeah. Now, Things went sideways very quickly with this cult, if yeah. you will. They launched a series of attacks against the OTC. Why? I don't really. I, I don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. But on the 2nd of July 2012, they actually placed homemade bombs underneath the members of the OTC's cars while they were attending some kind of seminar thing. Okay, that is wild. But they were nearly spotted and scared them off, so they fled.
0: I feel like when people tell me that I overreact,
1: I'm going to tell them this bit of the story. Yeah. So, later that month, they started fires and broke windows in the Lighthouse Christian Center, which is located in (laughs) Randburg. That's close to me. Yeah. (laughs) And Cecilia left a lovely little note for Rhea asking who's going to protect her now. Yo? Yeah. So, then July 11th, they actually successfully managed to set off explosives. Which, not under, but near the OTC members' cards. It doesn't state whether anyone was hurt or actually what the damage of that was. Yeah. It's just stated that they successfully managed it on July 11th. So they already Crisis. had a bit of an issue with OTC specifically.
0: Yeah. <sighs> huh, cool. So this obsession <clears throat> that Cecilia had with Rhea... I have- I have a suspicion that Cecilia was in love with this bitch or something.
1: Maybe. I, I mean, don't know. The, the, this obsession gets wild.
0: Yeah, because she falsely accuses an active OTC member, Natasha Berger, of praying what is called the Danger Prayer. Who knows what that is, um, but apparently it was bringing deaths on various young children.
1: I have so many questions. Yeah, I do. In all I,
0: honesty. The danger <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: She managed to convince the Valentines, because um, Michaela was still alive at this time. Oh. Yeah, so she she managed to convince Zach and Michaela to kill Natasha. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the 26th of July in 2012, the Valentines broke into a friend of Natasha's home. Oh, okay, Yeah. yeah. And then forced her to write a note for Natasha, like we're in the fucking Stone Age asking her to come over after work now this is 2012 like why did he just send her a message or some shit i don't know how did
1: she get the note to her
0: that that too they didn't actually specify that like what Mm, okay anyway natasha did get the note unfortunately because when she walked in (laughs) they just got stabbed (laughs) both of them the friend and natasha stab
1: oh okay so okay
0: yeah just okay so this was, I think this was like the first of the
1: murders. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of what started it all, everything. Really. Yeah. Now, our next murder was Reginald John Edwin Bendixson. That is quite the name. Please try to say that name very quickly. Reginald John Edwin Bendixson. Okay. Emily can do it. <laughs> so he was a semi, uh, Tammy. He was a semi-retired pastor and a very long-time friend of Ria. Now, on August 13th of 2012, Zach and Miranda Stain, disguised as the fucking police. <laughs> what? Okay. Entered poor Reginald's house and slaughtered him with a hand axe. What? Yes. Now, Ha? Later on, Mirinda, when recounting the events of her first murder, because this was the first one she was present at, okay, she stated that her first murder was really exciting and gave her quite the adrenaline rush.
0: Oh, I am so happy for you, honey. So she
1: th- she loved it. She was a big fan. Okay. Now, things start to get a little bit weird here because finally Michaela Valentine starts to realize, okay, uh, I don't maybe want to be here. This shit's starting to get a bit serious. And, like, <laughs> Fair enough. We've killed two people now and I don't really want this anymore, and she went out. So naturally, her husband and Cecilia plotted to kill her. Naturally. (sighs) It's always the husband. It's always the husband. It's always the husband! So, Valentine made sure that he had a really good alibi, so he went into work early on October 4th, the day that she was murdered. Okay. But, before he left, he gave her a little present. Oh. He spiked her coffee with some sort of tranquilizer. It doesn't state what, but he basically just left her there, absolutely passed out. What the hell? While he was at work, Mirinda and her daughter, Marcel, who by the way was 14 at the time. Jesus, okay. They broke in and smashed her head in with a blunt object. And in case she wasn't already dead with having her head smashed in, they stabbed her multiple times.
0: What is it with these people and stabbing and hand axes?
1: I don't know. What? I really don't know. So at the time of her murder, Michaela was 25. Yeah, yeah. that's your age. That's me. Yeah. No. No, so no, 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 no. Now they've done three killings, and one of them was actually one of their members. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's
0: wild out here, people. But they were dormants for quite some time, so they relaxed for a little bit until they ran out of money. Oh. Mm-hmm. At this point, however, Valentine had graciously gifted the Lolo sum of two million rand from his own pocket Oof. okay uh, yeah and cecilia was claiming that all of this was needed for an orphanage that didn't exist of course an orphanage she ran naturally that didn't exist
1: okay so, we know so where the money
0: was going yeah so she devised a scheme to obtain money through insurance fraud theft and murder hmm. You know, mm-hmm. your, your classic way of financial security.
1: Yeah, of course. Insurance, like, fraud, theft, and murders. that I mean, don't we all? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh. For legal reasons, these I are just, jokes. I feel like there's better. I just feel like... <laughs> good call. I <laughs> feel like there's better ways. Why do we have to go from zero to 100 real quick? Like, Obviously, we're past <laughs> right? 100 because we've already murdered three people. But uh. like, why is this the natural train of thought here? So, the
0: scheme... Zach's death was faked. Aha. There you go. To get a life insurance payout of the low, low sum, once again, of 3.57 million rand.
1: Wow. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, this is how they did it. They befriended some poor street vendor named Jared Jackson. Okay. And then on the 16th of December, 2015, Jackson and some of the cult went on a road trip to the Free States. Ooh, red flag. Yes, because why are you... Why? <laughs> in two cars. One of them being Zack's Mercedes. Uh. Mm. On the way, poor Jackson was drugged and strangled. hmm They placed his body into the driver's seat and set the car on fire in a felt somewhere. Kind of left it there. Oh, okay. And then, of fucking course, Mirinda found and identified the body as Zach's, Obtaining the death certificate... And the life insurance payout, which went to Cecilia, because reasons. But
1: how did- how did they even- how? She
0: was the main beneficiary- ben, ben, beneficiary, but, like, I don't really know why.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, then he stayed hidden until 2016 when- yeah, when he was arrested. So that is... who was in the car.
1: Okay, so that- oh, my no, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Surely- see, this is what bugs me, is surely, though, like, of- you- I feel like the police make it so easy to fake your death. Right. Because you just get one person to come identify the body, and they're like, okay, cool, that's definitely him. This could have been avoided really quickly. If they had just just done a DNA test? Some sort of DNA, something like that. But, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Now, hmm, we get onto a topic that they eventually ended up doing called appointment murders. Mm -hmm. This is what they were officially dubbed. (laughs) Now, essentially, they set appointments with false pretenses, of course. Yeah. And they set these appointments with victims that they had already identified, so they already targeted and said, cool, they're next, they're next. Okay. Very much money-related. Mm. Now, they would go in, they would threaten these victims until they handed over their bank cards, and little Marcel would go to a nearby ATM where all of this is happening, verify the PIN, and once the PIN was verified, the victims would be fucking murdered. Uh Aha. So... That's kind of how this whole thing happened. They honestly just made these appointments, got the bank card, got the money, and there they go. There they go. Now, how were they caught? See, this is what everyone wants to know, because Mm. this is where it gets interesting. So, a few weeks after the murder of Hanli Latkan, I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. Because I'm trying. Her body was actually uncovered near a stream in Randfontein.
0: Okay. And she was
1: one of the appointment murders? Yes, she okay. was the last appointment murder. Okay. Okay. Now, Marinda's children were arrested. Oh. Okay, so Marcel and her oh, her older brother, LaRue, okay. were arrested and obviously brought in for questioning. Not entirely... They don't state exactly how they were linked, but they were linked. Marcel was dead quiet, didn't want to say anything, basically just... Expressed her right to not answer questions. Okay. But, LaRue kind of just threw the bag of cats into the faces of the police. Ah. So that bag was just opened and there was just cats everywhere. Oh no. He gave out all the names, he gave out all the details, he basically just threw them all threw under the bus. Threw them all under the bus. And obviously, fantastic led to the rest of the entirety. All of them. Not one was missed. Of the electus Pedius. Fantastic. Thank you, LaRue. Yeah, good man. (laughs) So,
0: Zach. These 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 sentences were just something worth mentioning because Zach got eight life sentences and ninety three years in case he survived, I suppose. Cecilia got thirteen life sentences and one hundred and fifty five years. Oh my,
1: okay. You know, in
0: case she survived. Mm -hmm. And Marcel, who. Even though was, you know, cray, cray um, I kind of feel sorry for her because she was pulled into this as a very young child.
1: Yeah, it's kind of what you've learned, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think she was really a victim of circumstance here. But she was sentenced to seven life sentences and 144 years.
1: Again, yeah. in case she's five. The, Those, Those are really actually impressive life sentences. It's crazy. Like, I mean, even just taking eight life sentences consecutively is a bit of a hectic one. I'm not, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really entirely sure how legal system works and how that works, like, what exactly the plan is, because I feel like a life sentence is a life sentence.
0: Yeah, right? Like,
1: (sighs) I don't
0: know. I'm not 100% sure how the legal system works, but those are the sentences they got. Okay. And that's kind of where our story ends, but I do have some tidbits.
1: We do have tidbits. There's interesting tidbits. Yes. So...
0: The first tidbit is that, um, Cecilia admitted to having multiple personalities. Okay. And apparently she had gone to a psychologist to go get this sorted or whatever. Okay. And she had two ulterior personalities, um, Acacia and Anya. Okay. Would apparently control her thoughts and make her do things that she didn't want
1: to do. Ooh. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I'm curious if that was actually ever confirmed. Because you can admit to it, but is that actually the truth? I don't know. Like, I'd be curious to see a psychol... Like, a psychol? A psychol? I would be curious to see a psychologist approach to it, and if they can actually verify it properly. Yeah. Because that is... That is wild. It is a little bit wild, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, I have a tidbit. Ooh. Okay, so... I feel like whenever satanism or cults or things like that are brought up, the word astral projection comes up quite a bit. Okay. Yes. Now, again, Cecilia claimed that apparently her dad could astral project quite well. Okay. And um, quite targeted, if you will. Because she claimed that her dad actually astral projected into her husband, Andres, forcing him to rape her. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So, not en- I'm not entirely sure how that works, because what I... I mean, the bit that I do know about astral projection, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. Almost well, definitely not. Because that sounds more like a possession kind of thing, but... Yeah. Okay. But cool. But also, she said that her dad also sent demons to rape her. So, there what? was... I don't... I don't know. For um... P- it was a, it was a situation where she just, something was not okay, and I'm not entirely sure what it was, but that is what she claimed, but that, that is, I don't want to say the excuses she gave, because she actually never used that as an excuse to say, well, I killed all these people, or I, you know, did all these things yep. because of this. It was just, like, a little bit a little of an extra. little fact about me. Yeah, just a, oh, by the way. This happened. Yeah. That
0: is wild. It's whack. Like, like what? Um, I do have another one for you, though. Oh, yes. So, (laughs) Cecilia, once again, claimed to be the bride of Satan.
1: Oh, how? Oh, okay. Wait, how does that work? I
0: don't know. Uh, But, because apparently she had married him with some ritual something something to officially make it official.
1: Okay, so, (laughs) I have a lot of questions, because, like, with marriage specifically, okay, specifically with marriage, you have to have someone, um... Like a priest or a pastor, like yes. an fi- officiant, officiant, Attent. that one, basically officiate. I'm, j- I know that's not the right word, but I'm just sticking with it. It is the right word. Oh, okay. Yeah. So someone has to declare the marriage legal and right, like, yeah, allowed, basically. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: I don't know how it works, but this is the part where I just don't believe anything she says. Because she claimed to be the bride of Satan, but yet she also denounced Satanism.
1: She did. She she told everyone that she, oh my word, okay. <laughs> so I'm just not like... entirely sure how that works.
0: <laughs> I don't know what is going on here. I'm just glad these fucks are in jail. Really, like.
1: My... Okay, so wait, I'm sorry. I'm going back to previous point. Yes. So the bride of Satan says that she's got nothing to do with Satanism. Yes pretty sure that that's not how things work that's
0: not how things work
1: <sighs> honestly it you know what's so scary is when we sitting and discussing this and when we are like listing the places and stuff they're really not that far from us we are no. we are in joburg you know we live in joburg yeah it's if <laughs> i drive 20 minutes that way i'm going to be in randburg or randfontein or whatever like exactly. i'm going to be there and all of this should happen not that long ago
0: i know it's absolutely fucking wild like Yeah, I... But, I mean, that's what happens with cults, though. Because she probably, um, you know, after the whole OTC thing, she had a little fanny wobble with... What's her face? Rhea. Yeah. And then, obviously, just convinced people. I mean, you know how easy it is to believe rumors and gossip and cock if you don't hear the other side of the story or whatever.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, like, I also... Like, okay, I'm... This might be... A bit of a difficult topic to discuss. But okay. I don't think cults are necessarily a bad thing. No, they don't have to be a bad thing. And I feel like it's situations like this where you hear of a cult that obviously had a situation with Satan. We don't know. We think. It's likely. I Listen, mean, it's definitely... Satan is
0: involved here somewhere. Satan,
1: the, there's some sort of Satanism involved here with this specific cult. But at the end of the day, in all honesty, it was just a group of bad people that basically mob mentalityed and just listen to Cecilia because yeah. I don't know maybe it's you have to listen to the bride of Satan yeah but also like I don't know
0: like you know Zach obviously had some weird shit going on because he was willing to fake his own death
1: and kill his wife and kill his or wife. have his wife killed if you will Yeah, because I mean I suppose technically but he did tranquilize her so he knew what <coughs> was happening
0: he had a very Specific hand in this, and then you have Marinda who
1: likes killing people apparently, and also brings her kids into this. Yeah, like I mean, it's not one of her kids, it's, it's both of them children. that were just casually there as
0: well. <gasps> oh my god, do you know? I just realized, do you know why it was probably so easy for them to like get police um uniforms and all that crap?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Andris was a police officer.
1: <gasps> Oh, okay, but like, come on, because he's defending his wife and saying that, you know, Cecilia was framed. How? I don't, but surely, surely you, you have to, I I don't know, I, I feel like I'm very naive in that aspect, but I feel like you've got some sort of idea what your husband or your wife is up to
0: yeah i feel like he
1: knows (laughs) so maybe he's just kind of sticking (laughs) with or maybe maybe he's actually just a dumbass or maybe he's terrified maybe he's terrified (gasps) it could be a situation he could be scared like a stockholm syndrome kind of situation oh yeah he's just so scared that he just loves her i don't know honestly (laughs) this just feels it feels like this something like this can't happen when, yeah, you, actually, this is when weird. you have everything in front of you like it it began with an obsession that belonged to cecilia because she was obsessed with this woman Rhea yeah from OTC yeah but how did it morph into a situation where I mean they were killing people how did that become next logical step yeah you, you see but, but that's the thing it's like this this overreaction towards things you know like oh I
0: have a problem with you can you imagine you and I have a fight And I launch an
1: attack on you. And you launch an attack on (laughs) me. I start a cult and launch an attack Or I try and
0: kill your fiancé or some shit. I don't know. Or, like, another one of your friends. Because that is clearly the way that you should go about conflict.
1: But, you see, that was also my biggest issue. Because they actually... It doesn't ever say if they actually targeted Rhea. I was also thinking that because I don't think she died, ever. No, because the thing is, realistically, they targeted people around her. Like, old friends and some... Random chick, honestly, who just happened to be an OTC, she was an active member that did some weird kind of prayer. We don't look, we can't confirm that because I don't, I genuinely don't know what that is in general. No, and I don't know if that will ever be confirmed, but it just seems quite random. If you're obsessed with this specific person, why did you go and try and make her life a living hell around it? Like, what was the point? She was another, though, that's my canon. Maybe, but she had kids well
0: okay no the thing is like if you think about how they spoke to marcel about her period right okay they were they were on drugs and fucking batshit crazy but blood demons blood demons um and that she had to go on the injection and i mean this is at like 13
1: yeah
0: and i know that a lot of women do go on um but birth control um quite a early age but mm. it's usually for medical reasons or skin reasons or whatever the case is yeah something like not that. blood demons so they obviously had this really weird thing against <laughs> periods and like that type of crap which leads me to believe that if she was in love with Rhea, i'm really going on a tangent here but if she was in love with Rhea, she never would have been able to accept that because it's evil gross Because they're also really weird Christians. And I know not all Christians believe that LGBT is sinning. But they seem like the type
1: that do believe that. Okay, but I have questions, though. Yeah. Because if falling in love with a woman is that bad, how is falling in love and marrying Satan not as bad? You see? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but... just That's a very good question. I just feel like it's way more accepted to love and marry and, you know... A woman. A woman than... As a woman. Yeah, yeah. love and marry Satan. I just... I, I, I don't know. I just... It feels like a very big jump for me in terms of things. But the blood demons... The blood demons specifically is... I mean, you could definitely be right. Obviously, we don't know. I don't. She, like, nah, it's not something that um, it's something... actually easy to find information about. Specifically, yeah. it just. And I'm not going to seek a conversation with this woman. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I mean, I'd be very curious to know what the blood demons do. Yeah, like also, how are they summoned? You're just bleeding. You're not like doing anything with it. Yeah, like if I if I like have an accident. Okay, that <laughs> sounds bad. If I if I snip my finger off. Okay, not off, but okay if i happen to if i get a paper cut there i'm gonna stick with that one yes if i get a paper cut yeah am i just gonna turn around and there's gonna be this massive like i i imagine really weird things when i imagine blood demons like yeah I literally imagine, like this like, gooey dripping yeah on, like yeah. And, like dripping on the floor and you're like excuse me <laughs> so not john, can you so maybe not today john can you please leave <laughs> because I'm... also with that i mean that means that all women once a month most of the time summon blood demons yeah, I I can't I can't. Bro, I know it's a weird part of the story to be stuck on, but it, no, but just, it is weird. It's just so strange. Like obviously, like everything about this entire story is horrible and disgusting, and like it's it's just inhumane in my opinion. It's awful. But I mean, the blood demons, the astral projecting thing, is, um, like, I get not having a good relationship with someone. But, but
0: that just seems a little bit um, Extreme I Because don't
1: know. in my opinion Doesn't that just imply that her husband rapes her Yeah or Maybe
0: I mean maybe she made that up Because she knew her father To be abusive and whatever So maybe she If she truly believes that It's a situation where she Kind of made it up to deal with Like a coping mechanism Like a coping mechanism yeah that is that is if her husband did rape her, which we don't know. Like, that wasn't actually mentioned at all ever anyway.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like it was just... Because he's so supportive and so loving of her. Yeah. You know, I mean, so we think. We so think. it's shown. Yes. And I just feel like if it was a situation where that was maybe not the case, or it was the case of him actually just raping her, I feel like it would somehow come out. Because the yeah. thing is, like... <clears throat> specifically when you look at occult things in terms of killings, oftentimes, is people tear it apart. They break it down. They find out as much information about things as they can. Yeah. Like, I mean, my the most famous case I can think of is The Son of Sam.
0: Mm.
1: When that whole thing happened, everyone hung on his words, but also was deciphering every little thing that he said. So I just feel like with this, it actually hasn't been looked into that much. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more background on her or things like that because if you actually have a look specifically about these murders in South Africa there's not really a lot of information about it because i think it was something no. that not only shocked the people who were in the community but also just shocked the whole country shocked the government shocked the police it was just you, you don't yeah. really hear of things like this happening it's not a super common, common thing like i think our like our our satanism um pool of people is quite small considerably small yeah yeah. so I'm just I'm curious as to why it actually hasn't been looked into more and why there's not more information on it specifically
0: well there is Devil's Dorp yeah which I must confess I have not actually seen yet but apparently it's very good
1: I've also heard it was really really good so yeah apparently it was quite uh, gruesome though that is the only
0: you know what we're gonna
1: watch it tonight for Halloween oh we should Yes. yes so yeah, I... There's really not much, uh, much else to say about this. It no. was, in my opinion, it was just a group of people who were terrible people and who needed an excuse to let out their... Weird, culty, nonsense... Messed th- up, killing people's sides, ...and were also obsessed with
0: money, because of course, once again, money is involved.
1: Yeah. And I mean, money was quite a driving force towards the end there, specifically. Oh, hell yes. Like, I think initially when it was started, it was... I don't know, because that's my issue with when people talk badly about cults specifically Mm. because i feel like everyone thinks that you know if you start a cult you go into it with bad intentions and i feel like specifically with this case i don't necessarily think cecilia went into it with bad intentions yeah i think it just got fucked up really quickly (sighs) the thing is like she 'cause that's a lot of foresight to make something and be like, "Okay, cool, before it's even started, I'm going to make a cult and we kill people."
0: The thing the thing is this cult was born from um resentment. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this was her reaction. This was her initial reaction to basically having a bit of a fight with some with some chick. Yeah, like that 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 <laughs> that is the whole initial reason to this. Yeah so
1: yeah it's honestly and i mean i can't i know you say this often but i i cannot fathom the thought processes of everyone that was basically involved with this no not at all like we can't actually get into the minds of them because we genuinely just don't know what was going on there it's so out of this world and it's it's also just so all over the place like oh yeah i mean even specifically with zach just making the choice to kill his wife Like, it wasn't a situation of all of the other cult members planned to kill her. It was... He was straight up to Cecilia. Okay, listen. She doesn't want to be here anymore. I think... It was probably... I think she's going to tell someone. I think she's going to leave me and tell someone. And, you know, then all of this is going to... Yeah. Like, crumble, if you will. But it just... There are better ways to do things. And this group made all of the wrong decisions in life.
0: Like, literally, if you think of a wrong
1: decision they made it yeah i mean hello we (laughs) framed how you faked a murder (sighs) or well i suppose you faked an accident but you faked an accident and they got away with it in all honesty they did if if they weren't brought in for fraud later (sighs) on which is the is, is what what like the reason that zach was brought in was fraud initially yeah so if they were brought in, I mean, nobody really would have known that this dude was actually alive and just hiding out for so long. Yeah, it is whack. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't have the
0: words. I don't have the words to understand or describe whatever this was. But I hope that you guys did enjoy this story. Yeah. If you had not heard of it yet.
1: I'm I'm happy that you did get to hear this now. Like, I'm sorry if you didn't like it, but it is, I mean, it's an important, it's an important thing to discuss specifically for most of our viewers who are being South African. Mm. Like, it's, this happened right here. This happened down the road.
0: Yeah, this happened like 20 minutes that way. Yeah, like. like, I could have been at the shop while this was happening, like, next to me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's like, this this basically ended the year that I moved to Jo'burg.
0: I was still in school. (laughs) (laughs) or i I was i was in school at first and then i was in university
1: so it's just it's honestly because i mean we always we talk about these cases and stuff and most of the times we can't really i don't want to say can't get into them but it it doesn't necessarily hit home as much
0: yeah but this does hit home yeah this hits really home it really really does um (sighs) funny enough this is a just like a random tidbit funny enough The fact that I didn't struggle to pronounce any of the names was the thing that brought me, like...
1: Yeah, to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can... I mean, I I struggled with one, but that's just, you know... Some some Afrikaans' names are strange.
0: Yeah, things are hard. Things are hard out here. But, we hope you enjoyed this story. I almost said wonderful. God. (laughs) This Halloween story. This Halloween story! And we hope you have a spooky night or morning or afternoon. Or Just night have a spooky day. A spooky day. Have a spooky day. <laughs> Dress up as a pumpkin
1: or don't. Eat a pumpkin. Eat or a don't. pumpkin or don't. Okay. Well, point of the matter is, have a great Halloween, have a great rest of your week, and thank you for listening, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.